Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Iowa Chill Podcast. It's been a minute. Lots of craziness going on with the coronavirus. We hope everyone's staying safe and healthy and taking care of themselves. This is an exclusive Iowa Chill interview with Carson King. We had the chance to sit down the other week at Goldie's Ice Cream Shop in Prairie City, Carson's hometown, and talk through the viral fundraiser last September and some new ventures, including the Carson King Foundation. We hope you guys enjoy the interview. Let's get into it. Carson King, the Iowa legend, has joined us today. Carson? The flesh. How's it going, man? Thanks for coming. I appreciate you uh, stopping into your hometown for a couple days. I know you probably don't spend as much time around here as you used to, but um, we get to hang out at the Goldies for the day. You get to show me what this is all about. We got to meet a long time ago now. It's been how many months? October. Yeah. October Uh, October of 2019, kind of when all this madness started. on Instagram Live, though, so this is the first time we've actually been able to meet yep. uh, and, and talk. How are things going? Great, great. Um, yeah, it's it's been a whirlwind. I've been doing a lot of like speaking at schools and based off all around the state, so that's been fun. Uh, see, I just got a new job uh, as the director of outreach and advancement for a foundation out of uh, based out of Waukee, uh, the Barrett Bozen Foundation. So that's yeah. pretty fun. And then uh, my own foundation just started. The only thing I'm waiting on with that is the nonprofit status, and then the Carson King Foundation's a real thing, so that's pretty sweet. Absolutely. I like the merch. The yeah, merch looks great. Thank you. So what's been how? What's the process look like to get all that registered and paperwork? And, okay, just a bunch of <laughs> yeah. not so fun stuff. No, it's a lot, of, a lot of boring like logistics and stuff. But you know, I've actually got uh, some really cool. Uh, friends helping me out with that like uh, from Pella I've had people donate their time to get everything set up with me and Good stuff deal. like that so it's, yeah. been, it's been really cool so a little bit of background all of this craziness with nonprofits and fundraising and doing really great work starts in September right yeah. before the Iowa-Iowa State game you're an Iowa State student correct? Uh, Iowa State fan not a student at the time okay and biggest game of the year obviously this is you know this is like our national holiday and College game day comes to town, the popular pregame show. You make a sign, show up to the game, and say, hey, I'm running out of bush light. I'm a poor college kid. (laughs) Hit me up on Venmo. Yeah, hit me up on Venmo. (laughs) What was the idea behind that? Joke. Just a joke. Yeah, thought maybe some people behind me might see it and get a laugh or something. I didn't think we'd get on TV or anything by any stretch. And then uh, we got really lucky. Like, we were there way too late to be, like, by the main stage and everything. Saw that little secondary stage in the middle of the crowd stood by it and the entire game day crew came over and I was right behind Kirk Herb Street. It was uh, really cool so my son got on national television and then uh, yeah people all over the country saw it and started sending money in and pretty quick like I think it was like 15-30 minutes my buddy Tyler's like who, who keeps blowing your phone up you're getting yeah. a lot of texts and I looked down and it was my Venmo notifications and he said I had over $400 in there and I was like this is going to be a great night for Bush Light. So. <laughs> This is, you have to share some inside information so this becomes more interesting. Did any of that money get used for Bush Light? No, it did not. Not even a single dollar. Not a single dollar of that. All, uh, all, let's see, in my event, it was like 926,000 plus. Um, That all went straight to the hospital. It's really cool. At what point were you like, holy cow, this is getting out of hand? Six hundred dollars. Six at six hundred bucks. Six hundred bucks. I was like, yeah, I want to do more than than a, a fun night out on Welch Avenue with my buddies tonight. So I decided I was going to go ahead and uh, 
donate to the University of Iowa Stead Family Children's Hospital yeah. um, over there in Iowa City. Um, those of you guys that don't, like, don't know about that, it's the stadium that overlooks Kinnick. Yeah. Um, uh, it's really cool. And uh, so by the time we got reception again, it was like $1,600 after the tailgate and everything was over. Posted a couple uh, things on Facebook and Twitter about what we were doing. And yeah, it kind of just took off from there. I think I remember seeing the tweet and at that point, it was a much smaller amount than $926,000. But I was still amazed that, that that sign had turned into this. I think a lot of people have heard about the story of you calling your mom. I mean, yeah. <laughs> moms know best. They, they really right. do. I'm a proud um, mama's boy, that's for sure. Um, and then from that day, things kind of got crazy. What did the total turn into in the, after the tweet and everything started to pick up? Oh, shoot. After that first day, it was close to 5000 And then it just kept building from there. And then I think it was within, within a week... Uh, Bush and Venmo both said they were going to match whatever came into my Venmo account and then it just really took off once people started seeing that they got a lot of support I mean because that was if they would send in five dollars it turned into 15 you know? yeah so it was a huge incentive for them and and then it gets exciting for yeah. other people to join in it's like yep. oh wow my my dollars three so you know let's when does it get national recognition oh shoot uh, I think see Monday was the first radio the, that Monday after was the first radio interview I think right after that it started kind of getting known over the country because like different radio stations heard about it and they yeah. started calling me like I think the very first out of state one I did was uh, in Chicago and then I did one in San Diego and then one in Anchorage Alaska and one in Orlando yeah. and then uh, pretty soon you know all these other stories started you know spreading and then uh, that's when uh, Good Morning America called and yeah. like hey we're going to fly out to New York and I was like okay your flight leaves in four hours jump that, on the plane and I was like it was so <laughs> neat to watch the progression I didn't even know about Anchorage and San Diego and all the other trips but I did see the Good Morning America I did see the mention on Scott Ben Pelt some of the yep. that's his real deal coverage so very very cool a story surfaces maybe a week into the into the whole ordeal things are uh, really picking up the donations are skyrocketing we've got Venmo and and Bushlight agreeing to match the donations, and then the Des Moines Register comes in, and uh, there's a story that about your past, which was not favorable to the cause, and it was not so favorable to you. But you handled it with such grace, and I was just very, very impressed. So because of that, Bush pulls their donation or pulls their endorsement. Is that a fair way to say it? Yeah. Yeah. What were your feelings at that time? Broken. I was. Yeah. At that point, I was. I was pretty upset. Uh, I was like, wow, I quoted a comedian who was making fun of a YouTube yeah. video when I was 16 years old, and that's going to take away from money for kids that are fighting cancer. It's like, are you kidding me? And uh, yeah, I mean, I was, I, I thought I screwed up for the hospital. You know, I, I thought I'd, I blew everything that we were working for and people were uniting a cause for. I thought I blew it up. You know, I thought. Does it I, make you want to stop? It, at that point, it, it kind of did for a couple minutes, and then I sat down. and I was like, "It doesn't matter." I was like, "This, yeah. none of this is about me anyway. It's about helping kids." And I was like, "I'm just going to keep, keep doing my best to help them." And if you know people decide they don't want to associate with me because I was an immature kid with an immature sense of humor, yeah, you know, so be it. But I'm still going to do my best to help them out. I think it just took everybody back. I'm sure it was very surprising to you. I, I think you had, you had gotten a heads up that the story was going to release the next yeah. day, correct? Yeah, um, and I, you were okay with everything. Yeah, um, when he, the, I got the message from the reporter, and he's like, yeah, he's like, we found this, what do you think? And I was like, oh, well, you know, those are immature, and, you know, they're gross, like, I, you know, not a fan. Then he actually couldn't even find them. He actually showed me how to go back and find them to delete them. Oh. And then, uh, so that was cool, and then I was just like, you know what, you know, this, it is what it is, you know, and then uh, pretty soon I got that call from Bush, and and I was like, yeah, I need to go tell people what's going on. You know, it's, it's my responsibility to take charge as an adult and own up to the mistakes I've made 
and show people that you can grow as a person as a human and you know be a better person as you get older just by learning from your own mistakes yeah uh, yeah took charge of it owned it and went out and i was extremely impressed because i you know i like i said everyone i think was taken aback and wasn't quite sure how to maneuver the situation. Everyone was like from the sidelines cheering it on, ex- super excited to participate. And I think, in a way, it almost helped donations. And, and I think it almost turned a negative into a positive. I think the way that you handled it was incredible. The way that you were able to speak uh, to the mistake and, and own it and say, hey, but we're moving on and it really is about the kids. This isn't about me in the first place. Do you think that it helped in the end? I do. I think a lot of people were like, wow, this is just a normal guy from, you know, small town Iowa that has a good heart that wants to help people. Um, you know, everyone is dumb when they're little, you know, and they make mistakes. And that's part of growing up and learning is you mature and you learn from stupid stuff you did, you know. And, uh, yeah, people kind of were like, yeah, this is this is crazy that this is happening. Let's kind of get behind this and support it and be like, yeah, we accept you for the growth you've made as a person and how you're a good guy. You know? Absolutely. You kind of embody who what we aspire to be as people. So yeah, there's a and I don't want to. You're the reason behind it, but there was a kind of a anti-Bush light campaign going on after this all went down. W- were you behind that? No, absolutely not. So you've forgiven Bush Light. We can all. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I still, I still drink it. I have ever since that entire day. I've, I've never stopped. You know. Yeah. If, if anything from it, you know, there's one beer that's donated over nine hundred twenty thousand dollars to Children's Hospital. Yeah. So I'm all about them. Absolutely. So who all donated? Um, So there were, just individually, there was over 35,000 people from all over the country that donated. Okay. Um, Iowa donated over 600,000 of it. And then there were businesses like uh, Northwest Mutual Insurance Company, Prairie Meadows, um, you know, like Wild Rose, all kinds of different people. Uh, The Barrett Bozen Foundation that I work for now, they uh, donated 35,000. Wow. Was that was the cool. first time that you had ever interacted with Barrett Bozen? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, that was really cool. They were, uh, you know, they're a neat, neat foundation. Um, they kind of want to help kids live their best lives and, you know, build, like, playground equipment, parks, stuff okay. like that, do things to keep kids with an active and rich life. Yeah, tell and, me about uh, some of the background of Barrett Bozen. What, how did this originate? And So uh, it, that all kind of started. Um, Barrett graduated from Dowling in uh, 2008. He passed away about four, four or five years ago, kind of okay. unexpectedly. And uh, his family, you know, they they knew that you know Barrett was huge on helping kids and donating his time to you know give kids the best chance to live their lives, you know, and having fun and enjoying being a kid. And uh, so they started the Barrett Bozen Foundation to help you know carry on his legacy of helping. And uh, they pretty quickly got a lot of support for it. You know, they threw some stuff like at an Exile uh, Brewery and like yeah. the golf court, golf outing, and all this fun stuff. And they were pretty successful pretty quickly and uh, yeah they've been reaching out doing a whole bunch of different things like they've uh, donated uh, obviously the hospital youth emergency shelter services um, courage league sports all kinds of cool stuff sounds great and what your position has been what my position there now is the uh, director of outreach and advancement okay so basically I'm kind of in charge of you know uh, running like their social media type stuff and I'm working on their website renewing that and uh, you know, kind of bringing in people to give grants to and planning events and stuff like that. Yeah, for them. so it's something it's that you might fun. have a little bit of experience in. Yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> good yeah. deal. And then you're starting your own foundation. I am. So yeah. tell me a little bit about that process. So it's a lot of paperwork. Um, it all kind of just started with an idea. You know, I kind of was like, "This is what I want to do." You know, start a foundation to help kids and families who are in times of need. And you know, I was like, another cool thing would be like, what if you know, communities like you know, Prairie City or Monroe or 
uh, had someone that was fighting like an illness or something. Sure. And they wanted to do a fundraiser for them, you know? Like, there's not a lot of help they get other than just throwing it together themselves. What if my foundation came in and helped them set up fundraisers yeah. to help the community support each other? So that's kind of the other aspect of it. And uh, yeah, we started, I think I got my like official, like the tax ID stuff um, in like November or December. I think December. And then uh, I've put in for the nonprofit status that I'm just waiting on uh, to come back from the state. And then pretty soon it'll be a, a state recognized nonprofit and work uh, to plan some events coming up during like football season and stuff. And you know, keep things Absolutely. coming and help out more. Uh, keep the momentum yeah, going, right? Yeah, just the, the good stuff doesn't have to end. Uh, one fundraiser can just seems to be leading into the next with you, and that's that's really inspirational. What uh, what is the goal with the nonprofit? Do, is it does it become something that's Iowa based? Does it go nationwide? Does it stay within the state? I'd I'd like it, you know, to start off with. Obviously, you know, Iowa's home. This is you know my place. This is my state. Um, I'd like to help here, but if it gets big enough to where I have a chance to impact more people, you know, I'd love to have it grow and have it expand, you know, and it's, uh, I'm sure that's a long ways down the road, but, yeah. you know, it's, it's Start a dream. square one, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and go from there. What does the day-to-day -day look like? Today, for me, uh, I actually was at uh, PCM Elementary School. Um, I spoke to the Monroe and Prairie City Elementaries yeah. about uh, they're going to do a fundraiser for the American Heart Association. Okay. So I'm, uh, I did a little thing and spoke with uh, elementary kids, and then uh, I went back to hang out with mom and dad. Uh, yes. Went back home and hung out, spent the day with them, and you know, mom uh, made chili for lunch. Best best chili ever. You're eating good today. I know. Holy I'm, cow. I'm, I'm, Mom's fed. chili and tenderloins. I am fed. So I it's very neat. We get to obviously see a lot of content come through the social media channels uh, from all around the state, and kids just get so excited when you come and visit. We and we post a few of them. But honestly, every time that you're going to an elementary school, it seems like or uh, middle school, high school, it seems like we're getting a submission, and and people just get so excited. So it's amazing to see what the impact of this whole thing that you really, did, I mean, you didn't plan this out. Like this is just taking advantage and, and making the, the most out of a random opportunity, really. Uh, but you've really inspired, a, in a really cool way, the group of young people that are coming through the schools right now. Uh, so very, very fun to see. I think, yeah, a cool one is uh, Sam Hall, kid from Bondurant. He dressed as me for Halloween, and he ended up, instead of like candy, he wanted Venmo donations. Yeah. So his mom, Cindy, she set up a Venmo account for him, and he was able to raise almost $17,000. Yeah, last I had seen it was at ten, so yeah. it was ended up being seventeen thousand. Huh? Yeah, and he uh, he went and he brought me along for the the check donation, and then we did a, a toy drive at the Iowa University of Iowa State Family Children's Hospital. Very cool. Um, a few months, a few weeks ago, so it was it was really neat to kind of see the spark that's started. Inside it's just of been a snowball. Mm -hmm. What is the coolest thing that you've been able to do because of this opportunity? Honestly, just meet most of the families. Like, yeah. uh, some of the stories that you get shared with you and the families I've met while I was out there, it's just, it's, it's so cool. I mean, yeah. it's super humbling. Like, you know, I've, I, you know I, I, I don't have kids or anything. You know, I'm 24. I have a nephew, and, like, I can't even imagine how I would feel if he'd be end up in a hospital, you know, fighting for his life right. and just the how great, you know, the Stead Hospital is and all they do for the kids and the families because they're, you know, they take great care of the kids. Yeah. But they also take really good care of the families and that's, you know, super good to see. It's really yeah. humbling, you know, the, the families always have nothing but good say, nothing but good things to say about the place and sure. it's just, you know, that's, it's been really cool kind of just seeing that process and everything about it, just touring it, like the entire design, the color schemes, the flooring, the yeah. walls, the structure of it, it's all designed to cater to the kids and the families and make them feel at home and at peace. 
you know, because it is a really scary time when you're a kid and you have to stay in a hospital for, it's such a, a happy place, you know, yeah. and it's, it's, it's incredible. Do you know what the money that you were able to raise is going to be used for? Yeah, so uh, I met with the hospital and we kind of talked what I wanted to do with it. You know, we made the King Family Fund, which is going to stay open and people can continue to donate to. And cool. I know I'm going to keep donating to it. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, I wanted it to be used to directly impact the kids and uh, their families. So it's going to be used to like a, like a neonatal transport unit, so like a, like a life flight, but go around the state and help pick up, you know, kids all over the state that are suffering and different things like that. Um, with It'll help with like... Uh, I think I'm good with this. It'll help with like, continuing education for doctor, doctors and nurses. I mean, because you always hear about, you know, you know, the neonatal wing and everything, but it's just the entire hospital itself, you know. The kids' hospital, the adults' one, it's, it's, it's all the best. So it's going to help with, you know, furthering their education. Um, there's this group. Uh, they kind of take the kids and do activities with them, you know, take them painting, baking, stuff like that, to give, you know, mom, dad, brother, sister a break so they can yeah. go home and shower or just take a nap and just relax for a little bit. I wanted to help that them out with that. Um, you know, it's going to help with uh, like a heart imaging system for their NICU. Um, Dr. McNamara, he's like a world-renowned you know neonatal surgeon, so yeah. uh, it's going to help him with like heart imaging to be able to. Because one of the things with uh, premature babies is their hearts don't form correctly all the time. Okay. Um, so he can go in and look at that and see exactly what he needs to do to give them the best chance of surviving. And now they're you know they've had success with kids that are born at 22 weeks you know, 23 weeks. So it's, it's, it's really cool. Miracles, and, man. That's yeah. just, I mean, that really is what, what it boils down to is just, they're doing incredible things over there and really makes it hit home when you're able to know where the, the money goes and where, where the donation is, is how it's really impacting. It definitely makes it all seem worth it. Going through something like that, having to worry about money on top of it. So it's just so cool to, to know that that money is going to be used to alleviate some of that burden. So from September 14 until now has been a lot of fundraising. What was your future looking like before all this craziness started? You know, I wasn't really sure. I wanted to get into like social work or law enforcement of some type. Um, you know, I was working at Prairie Meadows. I was one of their security uh, supervisors out there and really enjoyed that, really enjoyed that side of it. You know, like I, I've worked at, you know, Woodward Academy um, and all these different places. and. I think in the, in the field of the social work and helping people, kind of that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, so you were already kind of headed down that direction anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, I never thought, you know, I'd be able to use, like, notoriety and kind of the influence I've had to really, you know, bring out these, uh, you know, and showcase different, you know, organizations. Like, I've worked with Make-A-Wish. You know, I'm going to be working with the Ronald McDonald Houses here pretty soon. Um, you know, the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, all these cool, all these cool groups. Um, I never thought I'd have a chance to work with all these guys and, you know, see these professionals that go out and do this every day and yeah. help people and save lives. It's giving you an immediate platform to go and do yeah. those things that maybe, you know, to the normal worker or the normal person, doesn't, you don't get all those opportunities. It doesn't, you don't get to go right to the top and start. What else do I need to know about you? Pretty regular guy. I'm no one special. I'm really not. I'm just a normal dude doing my best to help out any way I can. I, I promise. I hear you. It's been, it's been fun to get to know you a little bit. I'm glad we had a chance to sit down and talk with dying down that Instagram Live was just in the middle of everything. Yeah, I think you were going to Good Morning America the next day or something. So, crazy, to, crazy cool to see uh, an Iowan represent at this level. I really appreciate you hopping on and, and talking about it a little bit. Absolutely.